The Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge. Thus have I heard once the Blessed One was dwelling in Rajagriya at Vulture Peak Mountain, together with a great gathering of the Sangha of monks and a great gathering of the Sangha of Bodhisattvas. At that time, the Blessed One entered the Samadhi that expresses the Dharma called Profound Illumination. And at the same time, Noble Abhogateshvara, Bodhisattva Mahasattva, while practicing the Profound Prajnaparamita, saw in this way. He saw the five skandhas to be empty of nature. And through the power of the Buddha, Venerable Shariputra said to Noble Abhogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, how should a son or daughter of noble family train who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita? Addressed in this way, Noble Abhogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, said to Venerable Shariputra, O Shariputra, son or daughter of noble family who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita, should see in this way. Seeing the five skandhas to be empty of nature, form is emptiness, emptiness also is form. Emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. In the same way, feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness are emptiness. The Shariputra, all dharmas are emptiness. There are no characteristics, there is no birth and no cessation. There is no impurity and no purity, there is no decrease and no increase. Therefore, Shariputra, in emptiness, there is no form, no feeling, no perception, no formation, no consciousness, no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind, no appearance, no sound, no smell, no taste, no touch, no dharmas, no eye, datu, up to no mind, datu, datu of dharmas, no mind, consciousness, datu, no ignorance, no end of ignorance, up to no old age and death, no end of old age and death. No suffering, no origin of suffering, no cessation of suffering, no path, no wisdom, no attainment, and no non-attainment. Therefore, Shariputra, since the Bodhisattvas have no attainment, they abide by means of Prajnaparamita. Since there is no obscuration of mind, there is no fear. They transcend falsity and attain complete nirvana. All the Buddhas of the three times by means of Prajnaparamita fully awaken to unsurpassable, true, complete enlightenment. Therefore, the great mantra of Prajnaparamita, the mantra of great insight, the unsurpassed mantra, the unequaled mantra, the mantra that calms all suffering should be known as truth since there is no deception. The Prajnaparamita mantra is said in this way, Teata Om Gate Gate Paragate Parasangate Bodhisoha. Thus, Shariputra, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, should train the profound Prajnaparamita. Then the Blessed One arose from that Samadhi and praised Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, saying, Good, good, O son of noble family, thus it is, O son of noble family, thus it is. One should practice the profound Prajnaparamita just as you have taught, and all the Tathagatas will rejoice. When the Blessed One had said this, Venerable Shariputra and Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, the whole assembly in the world with its gods, humans, asuras, and gandharvas rejoiced and praised the words of the Blessed One.
The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. Buddha land and offer it, and may all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. Holy Lamas, high, wrap the sky of your Dharma bodies in massive clouds of knowledge and love, and let them pour upon the earth as if the shower rain, teachings deep and wide. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> 
ダンガドラジチムラジタシネチュチュタシネバニテネルチュチュレバトラテイテネチュベレムシュコワチュチュタネムシュチュチュタネムシュラタチュチュモトトモマジレオロジャムチュタンテンタトモマラジレバトラジ
uh, reflecting on karma and its effects specifically or with the particulars, uh, and then how to abandon non-virtue and engage in virtue once we've reflected on karma and its effects uh, in general uh, and specifically. So uh, then once we go through the categories of uh, um, uh, reflection uh, uh, on, on uh, um, karma and its effects uh, in general, uh, we find the, the points of uh, reflecting on the um, uh, 10 points or the 10 uh, uh, um, uh, so we have two categories on uh, reflecting on karma and its effects in general. Uh, we have the actual way to reflect in general where we have the four categories uh, and then we have the uh, reflecting on the distinctions uh, among the varieties of karma. Uh, so under the section of reflecting on the distinctions among the variety of karma, uh, we have the uh, ten principal teachings or the principal teachings on the uh, the principal teaching on the ten paths of action, uh, and then the second category of the determination of the effects of actions. Uh, so under the category, uh, the determination of the effects of actions, uh, we find three categories, black actions and their effects, white actions and their effects, and then a presentation of other classifications of karma. Uh, so under the first heading of black actions and their effects, we find the actual uh, pathways of black action, we find distinctions of weight, and then an exposition uh, of of effects. Uh, so uh, this is the uh, section that we're currently uh, dealing with, and, sp and specifically uh, distinctions of weight. Dixon. This one. What time has you been teaching? What time have 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 you been la so now we're um ale doden okay uh so we have uh page 231 uh in the Eng english so a brief uh discussion of the criteria for uh, powerful actions uh so it says the strength of actions is explained in terms of four aspects the recipient the support the objects and the attitude so in this <coughs> section, we'll find uh, um, a criteria for powerful action. So uh, um, the strength of action. So we find that any among the ten uh, uh, um, non-virtuous actions uh, have various strengths or, uh, of action. So there is a, a great strength or a great degree of action, a medium degree of action, and a small uh, degree of action. So here, uh, the strength is really referring to uh, the, the strength of the actual result. 
so the strength of the action is referring to what that will produce. Uh, so it's then going to be uh, explained in terms of four aspects. Remember, Chase said the recipient support objects and attitude. So in this section, uh, we find the four aspects of recipient support, objects, and attitude. And then when we look at the com Jamian Sheba's commentary and Shamar Pandita's commentary, we find that the, um, the, the statement is that the outline here is sufficient. Uh, so what we find here presented by Lama Tsongkhapa is enough. Uh, so we're going to just go by, go in the way that it uh, is in the text. And so here uh, we begin with this first category of strength in terms of uh, recipient. Um, so when we uh, speak of the recipient, if we direct a non-virtue uh, toward a specific recipient, type of recipient, uh, then even if it is, a, for instance, a small non-virtue, uh, then it will uh, act, turn into a great uh, um, result. Uh, so a, even a small deed becomes a great amount of non-virtue. So a small misdeed becomes a great amount of non-virtue. Uh, and likewise, uh, if uh, we're doing actions directing and towards uh, these various basises or recipients uh, that are helpful, uh, then a very small helpful action uh, then becomes a very uh, great amount of virtue. Um, so this cat, these are broken down into various categories where we find uh, basises such as the gurus and parents and so forth and the three jewels. Uh, and then we get specifically into uh, the basis of the uh, Sangha jewel, or those aspiring to virtue, uh, and then the greatest uh, amount of negativity one can direct, uh, uh, the greatest, uh, the type of being that uh, um, uh, produces the greatest amount of negativity when directed toward him or her, which is the Bodhisattva. Uh, so we go through these three categories, uh, uh, and so we'll begin here 
uh, and I'll give the uh, Rinpoche's explanation as we go. There, there is strength in actions directed towards the three jewels. So first, the three jewels, uh, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. If one uh, um, does something even small negative towards the three jewels, then uh, the result is a very great non-virtue. Uh, so this is what it means by strength in terms of recipient. The recipient of uh, our action or, or the, what, uh, the, the recipient that our action is directed towards, if you will, uh, is the three jewels, then a very, because the basis is so powerful, our action becomes greater. Uh, and then we have gurus or teachers, and then those who are like gurus, parents uh, and the like. Uh, so we have those categories that uh, if we uh, engage in a small helpful deed, then it becomes a great amount of virtue. If we engage in a, uh, a small harmful deed, then it becomes a great amount of non-virtue because of the recipient. Uh, so the next category also uh, speaks of the uh, amount of power or strength uh, when we relate it to the uh, um, Sangha jewel or those aspiring to virtue. So if we look at what the Sangha jewel is referring to, uh, we find that the, there are those superior beings of the hearer's solitary realizer bodhisattva vehicle and the Buddha superiors. Uh, so these, uh, the Sangha's jewel is referring to Arya superiors, but in a nominal sense could also refer to uh, monks and nuns. Uh, so uh, um, ultimately it's referring to those beings who are superiors, those Arya beings, but also could refer to monks and nuns. Uh, so any uh, action directed uh, towards the uh, Sangha uh, jewel, uh, if it is uh, um, beneficial, and it, if it's a small beneficial action, it becomes a great uh, uh, virtue. If it's a, a small harmful action, it becomes a great non-virtue. Uh, and then we get into the uh, the most powerful recipient, which is the bodhisattva. So we have, um, when we look at the three jewels, uh, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, uh, if we make, for instance, offering uh, to the three jewels, uh, then a very small offering becomes a great amount of virtue. Uh, and then, uh, likewise, if we do something harmful or we engage in a misdeed related to the three jewels, a very small misdeed uh, becomes a, a great level of non-virtue. Um, so what is the reason for this? Uh, and the reason for this is, well, when we look at it relating to the three jewels of the Buddha and the Dharma and the Sangha, it's because of the excellent qualities that these uh, uh, um, basis uh, um, possess. Uh, so because of the excellent qualities of these basis, uh, when we uh, um, direct actions that are negative towards them, it becomes a great amount of non-virtue uh, because of the excellent qualities that they possess. And if we engage uh, in, in a small amount of virtue directed towards them, it becomes a great, uh, a small amount of uh, 
benefit or good goodness or positive behavior towards them, it becomes of great virtue because of the excellent qualities that they possess. And then when we look at the next category of parents and so forth, it's because of the level of benefit that they've done to us. So when we look at the reason for uh, the powerful basis, uh, the parents being a powerful basis, is because of how they've benefited us. So if we do some sort of small benefit for them, it becomes a great amount of virtue. If we do something that is small but n and not helpful, which is the opposite, uh, harmful towards them, uh, then it becomes a great amount of non-virtue uh, because in, this is in terms of how much they've benefited us. Uh, so this is the reason that is given uh, for the strength of, uh, of the, the actions that we direct towards these bases uh, because of the excellent qualities in the case of the three jewels uh, and then in, ca in the case of benefit with related to one's parents. Then Lama, the Jutsangare, Peyun, and then Lama, I asked Rimache about the Lama, and then Lama would also categorically fall, uh, um, as it says here uh, in the text, our, our uh, parents and, and gurus uh, it would fall categorically under those who have benefited us uh, as alongside of our parents. So our teachers and our parents would be in that category of benefit. So now we're going to go through the great <coughs> stage of the path. Pama <laughs> ね、ペンチョンペンバタンペンチョンシェナヤガワチブユングレ。ネバチョンシェナヤンティバチブユングレス。ペンチョンチョンシェシェジャンソナタンカナマトトチシロサソナソナタンカナマトトチブユングレス
is great. Uh, so why is this? Uh, so uh, if we do some sort of small harm or help, uh, so if we do some sort of small harm, then the uh, ensuing non-virtue is great. If we do some sort of small help, uh, then the uh, ensuing virtue is great. Uh, and the reason for this uh, is that uh, in terms of our the three jewels, uh, it's because of the excellent qualities that the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha possess. And then if we look at it in terms of our parents, uh, then it's because of the benefit that they've the shown us or how they've benefited us. Uh, so this is the reason uh, that these are the reasons. Oh, that is a girl, Gunjuzun, the Lama, the Lama, the Dollars over the Dalla, Pamada, and the Pamalas over the Dalla, Penetrumagina, and Divachibutan, and the Gawachibukandesium, Susan Dusana, and Sajusundus, no Tabanija. Shaju Sudung on the Tabanya Vaja Vajas, as you want the Lut Tabanija, Sua Tabanija, what the Tabanija wrote, Tabanija Duno Lurua. Tambanyawaja Sajin Sanjit and Okay. So it says, even if you take something small from the Buddha, the teaching or the community, the fault will uh, be large. So even stealing something very small, if it is stolen from the Buddha, uh, the Dharma or the Sangha, uh, then it will be a very uh, great uh, fault. 
It says, however, if you offer some similar substance that is greater than what you stole from them, you will clear away the karma of stealing from the Buddha uh, and the teaching. However, there is no clearing away the karma of stealing from the community without experiencing the result uh, because of the weightiness uh, of the recipient. Uh, so here, uh, it says that one can purify the non-virtue of stealing from the Buddha and the, the Dharma by offering something of more value. But uh, if one steals from the community, from the Sangha jewel, uh, then it, uh, one will have to experience the result. So uh, it's because of the weightiness of the recipient, because the, the monks and nuns, for instance, when we look at the nominal Sangha, need, these, uh, need the food, they need the drinks that they've been offered, uh, and they possess these excellent qualities uh, and these beings that possess these excellent qualities have necessities. So if we take those necessities from them, uh, then it is of greater non-virtue and it makes it so it can't be purified. So I asked Rinpoche uh, what the differentiation is between the Buddha jewel, Dharma jewel, and then the, the Sangha jewel. And he said because the monks and nuns and so forth, for instance, an example, use these things and need these things. Uh, so uh, they're, and they have these excellent qualities that it's almost like the, in order to survive, they need these, and we're taking away their potential to survive. Uh, so this is the reason that there's a, this can't be purified to take from the Sangha Jewel. So the Sangha Jewel has uh, um, items that come and food and drinks that come. Kubayina if you have stolen something that is the means for sustenance of the community, you will fall to rebirth as a living being in a great hell. If you have stolen something that is not the means for their sustenance, you will be reborn within that region in a hell surrounding uh, the unrelenting hell, such as the hell of uh, great black and darkness. So here, it's speaking of uh, if you're taking something that they, they need uh, as a means of sustenance, then uh, you're born into the one of the great hells and then a surrounding hell if it's something that they don't necessarily need to use for sustenance. This is what's stated in the Mindfulness of Excellence. Uh, and this Rinpoche said is a sutra. I'm sorry I left that out before. And <laughs> 
in particular, if you do not care about the, uh, so the, the sutar domba. Okay. So in particular, if those who do not care about their ethical discipline, so here, for instance, a disrobed uh, uh, um, um, monastic, uh, so uh, their ethical discipline were to use material of the community, merely a leaf, flower, or a piece of fruit, uh, they would be reborn uh, as a living being uh, in a great hell. So if they were to use, for instance, uh, uh, it says merely a leaf or some sort of flower that's been offered, a piece of fruit, Rinpoche said a peach or pear. Uh, um, so uh, if someone who has uh, um, um, given back uh, their ethical vows of ethical discipline or disrobed uh, were to use something offered, uh, um, use material of the community, so uh, something offered specifically the, to the community, uh, then he or she would be reborn as a living being in great hell. After a long time, they would uh, be free of this hell. However, then they would be reborn in a dry and barren wilderness as animals with no hands or legs, or as a blind, uh, hungry ghost without hands or legs. They would then experience suffering for many years. The Sun Essence Sutra mentions uh, great dangers such as these. So, uh, Jay Rinpoche is stating that uh, the source for this information is the Sun Essence Sutra. <laughs> ガニルペシャバタグロルペシャバトスマトタヤンランキランキシュバタンサチュチチワイジロワランキベチュチバタンチンバルテナディグマレスチンバラタワタンチンベロンシュドモロワンソンシンカナマトワシンドチテドニミ
Moreover, the Buddha said that you cannot even use something that, such as a flower dedicated to the community uh, or to a monk. So uh, we cannot use any of the items that have been dedicated to, uh, or been given specifically to the Sangha uh, or uh, um, a monk. Uh, it says further, uh, you, ha- uh, you may not give it to a householder, and for a householder to use it uh, is unsuitable. Also, the misdeed is very great. Uh, um, the Essence uh, Sutra states, uh, so if there has been something that's directed to be given to uh, an ordained, uh, or to a member of the, uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, or, uh, yeah, so the Sangha or to an ordained, uh, it can't be then given to a householder because this is a misappropriation of the offering. Ramatagnol <laughs> Chimbanalajimbas do not give householders what has been dedicated to the spiritual communities. Uh, it would be better to cut off your own limbs with sharp razors. So Rinpoche is saying the pith of this is uh, uh, having your, uh, um, uh, to cut your own limbs off with razors is, is, of, uh, uh, um, is so-so. He's saying uh, um, com- is so-so in terms of how bad it is compared to uh, um, giving to householders what has been dedicated to spiritual communities. Uh, so uh, um, that Rimache used the word so-so, so I wanted to make sure I directly uh, translated that. But he's saying that uh, this, this is, uh, is somewhat bad, so-so. Uh, what's really bad is then uh, giving to householders what's dedicated to the spiritual community. So it reads like that, and the, the feels like that, and the Tibetan a little more like it's so so compared to this. Mm-hmm. 
Nechimba ま、ま、だ、ま、だ、だ、け、か、い、ま、だ、だ、け、か、い、ね、か、て、ね、ば、ま、じゃ、お、さ、て、そ、ん、ど、わ、た、ま、ま、か、せ、ご、か、ま、
Then I shan't you some good soul. Tanda. So we've gone through now the section that deals with the uh, the, the, the difficulties uh, of uh, in the strength in terms of uh, recipient related to the Sangha jewel. So now we've reached uh, the third section. So we've gone over the um, uh, the strength in terms of recipient related to the first category uh, of uh, the, the three jewels, lamas, parents, and so forth. And then the second category of the, the um, spiritual community or those aspiring to virtue, the sangha. And now we're reaching the third category of the bodhisattva. Uh, uh, and the, uh, the powerful basis. Uh, within the community, persons who are bodhisattvas are extremely powerful recipients in terms of activities that are either virtuous or non-virtuous. So actions that are virtuous or non-virtuous directed towards the bodhisattvas uh, become very uh, um, powerful because of the recipient, uh, in this case, the bodhisattva. Shin Marubande what Okay. Uh, so then, wh so wh where do we find this point that the bodhisattva is extremely powerful recipient? Recipient. Uh, 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 we find it in the seal of engaging in developing the powerful of faith sutra, uh, and this we find in the pronouncements of Lord Buddha uh, in the Kangjur. Uh, and it says that it is an immeasurably, an immeasurably greater sin for someone to become angry and turn 
his or her back on a bodhisattva saying, I will not look upon this evil person than for someone to become angry and put all the living beings in the ten directions in a gloomy prison. Uh, so turning your back on a bodhisattva, becoming angry at a bodhisattva, uh, saying, I won't look at this evil person, uh, and directing that at a bodhisattva is worse uh, than putting all the beings in all ten directions in, in a dirty prison. ทำบ่ทำบ่ดิเนี่ยชื่อตัวเตะเลยตัวสิเจ้าท่านจะช่วยคนกับเลยอันนี้ชาวชูเซมบัลทรินเจ้าชูบัดเดบัชเชบริส
likes and uh, um, uh, um, practices the Mahayana um, because this is the greatest pathway. This is the, uh, when we're speaking of levels, the greatest level of vehicle, uh, um, uh, this person uh, is the greatest basis. Uh, so uh, having anger or malice towards this type of person who not only is a bodhisattva, but delights, uh, here it's qualified uh, for a bodhisattva who delights in the Mahayana, uh, who truly likes the great vehicle. Uh, um, so it's then comparing it to uh, uh, burning uh, as many stupas as there are grains of sand in the Ganges River. So we, we have, again, this uh, an enormous amount of uh, non-virtue uh, that would be created if one were to burn down all those stupas or demolish them. Uh, and that uh, is worse. So that speaking disagreeably to such a bodhisattva is worse than that. ただのま、ね、ね、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま
uh, and who, wanting to look with clear faith upon uh, such a bodhisattva, speaks, praises him or her, uh, this person would accumulate merit uh, that is immeasurably greater than someone who uh, lovingly gives to all living beings of the ten directions uh, after they have lost their eyes and frees such beings from incarceration, establishing in them the bliss of a universal monarch of Brahma. Uh, so we see we have a number, uh, countless sentient beings uh, in the ten directions and imagine uh, um, that this virtue is greater, uh, um, uh, is praising, uh, speaking of praises uh, uh, and developing faith uh, speaking praises and developing faith in a bodhisattva is of greater virtue than offering countless living beings uh, in all ten directions uh, who lost their eyes your eyes. Uh, it's more powerful uh, than freeing all sentient beings in all ten directions from incarceration. It's more powerful than uh, um, after freeing them from incarceration, establishing them in the bliss of a universal monarch. Uh, so here, uh, it takes a great amount of virtue uh, to, for someone to be a universal mar monarch, and it's a great amount of bliss. Uh, so if one could establish those beings in that uh, uh, um, state, uh, it would be less virtuous than uh, looking upon the bodhisattva who delights in the Mahayana uh, with faith, uh, and, and praising him or her. Uh, so then when we look at faith, uh, we, we find that there are uh, uh, different types of uh, faith, uh, faith of clarity uh, um, and so forth. So when we, uh, um, we, we, we find in this case, uh, it, with clear faith, uh, there's the, the faith of clarity is what uh, it's speaking of here. Uh, so, and, and Rinpoche mentioned uh, the other kinds of faith. Um, I'll have to look those up afterwards. We're going to probably take a break now, uh, looking at the time. I'll look it up. Then Chitsu Jie lesson. Okay, Okay, so we'll take. Okay. Oh yeah, thank you, brothers. Tatanga Pachishina Debal Tele, Ne Shantu Sembe, and a Chinam Tenjilbab, Chinam Tenjilpanamata, Tenejima Teguna, Water Martis and Pache Chevaina, Deba Telechigar is there. Okay. On a Tana 
Tana Tundula, Sanchanti, Jimbi, Gawala, Pachesina, Debachin to Tama by Cheba Sombe, then the Lachin to Zobacha, Usa. What the red war? Sinja Tajusuch in Divachuro, Sinja Tajala, Kangatu in Divachuro, Tele, Sanjus and by Chenjil, Patrick Dona, Temajasakavina, Diva Delicious. Again, the sutra on the magic of final peace, Prasanta Viniskaya Pratyaharya Sutra, speaks of someone who does as little as obstruct a bodhisattva's virtuous action of giving a single closed handful of food to sue an animal. Such a person commits a sin immeasurably greater than someone who kills all the living beings in Jambuviva or steals all their belongings. Therefore, take this subject very seriously. Uh, so it would be a great amount of non-virtue if you stole all of the belongings of everyone in the southern continent. It would be a great amount of non-virtue if you killed uh, every living being uh, um, in the southern continent. But it would be a much greater non-virtue to obstruct a bodhisattva or to uh, dissuade or to say to a bodhisattva not uh, to give a single close handful of food to an animal. Uh, so we find that creating an obstacle for a bodhisattva to even do something as simple as that uh, is worse than killing all the living beings in the southern continent or stealing all of their belongings. It says, therefore, take this subject very seriously. What the Shansen, what the Sajjason did in the Sumbat Sajjata, Shingo, when the Tachua, and the Gonjo Sonta, Pamata, what the Sule, the Chikumagua, Tibasan, Tibachibore, and the Guadun Guachibores, Tomaje, and Nibatin on the Gandu, Gandul, then what the Jalan Guva Jala Guvaina, Tibachibores, Nibaje, Sumbati, Nana Jan, Shanju Sembale. Uh, so when we look at the various categories um, that are presented here uh, and uh, um, strength in terms of recipient, uh, we start with uh, the three jewels, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, uh, our teachers and our parents is the first category. Uh, in engaging in a small misdeed, uh, creates a great amount of non-virtue. Engaging in a, uh, um, a small amount of virtue uh, creates a great amount of virtue uh, in relation to these uh, first category of beings, this first category of beings. Uh, the second category is re referring to the Sangha jewel, those aspiring to virtue. Uh, and uh, the, likewise, the same is true. Uh, this is a, a, a strong recipient, so a, uh, virtue or a small virtue or non-virtue becomes a great uh, um, a small uh, misdeed uh, or positive deed uh, becomes a great uh, virtue, uh, non-virtue or virtue. Uh, and then we find the last category, uh, the category of the recipient who is the bodhisattva. Uh, and this is a, a, also a strong recipient that uh, converts these uh, small virtuous or non-virtuous actions uh, into great uh, virtue or great non-virtue. What 
Ganyu Gutsu ne, anna shachu sempre ganyu patula, nipatje, anna shachu sempre ganyu patula, nipatje, anna shachu sempre la, ne, shachu sempre ganza ne, gemegi toshin tu chedo, wata sumba gutsu guru, wata sum sandre, shingu gana tachiwa, shingu gana tachiwa, tenju gana tachiwa, shingu gana tachiwa, tala, saji sundi ne, deshe chedo, jajebe, tomate, kunchu, tanlamata, wata sule, Pene so we've gone over these three categories. We begin with the first category uh, that makes a virtue or non-virtue uh, powerful, and that's the category of our uh, teachers, uh, the three jewels, uh, um, and our parents. Uh, so this is the first category. Uh, um, so uh, any action in relation to them uh, becomes greater uh, in strength. Uh, and then the next category, we find uh, the category of the those aspiring to virtue, the Sangha uh, jewel. So here, if we use uh, any of flowers that were directed towards them, uh, or peach or pear, uh, uh, we do something negative in relation to the Sangha jewel, uh, then the virtue or non-virtue becomes powerful. And then the last category uh, of the Bodhisattva is a recipient, and any virtue or non-virtue we engage in is powerful uh, in terms of uh, recipient. Uh, uh, so we we um, we have uh, powerful uh, in terms of uh, basis, uh, and then and then we have the category of strength in terms of recipient. So we went over basis, and now we went over recipient. What the so if you know where all this information is in the English great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, uh, like this is where the section is uh, on strength in terms of basis. This is where the section is in strength in terms of recipient. Uh, then you'll know what this information means. So these three categories that we find in the Lam Rim are, are how we find Jayan Sheba and Shamra Pandita explaining this text as well. So there isn't more information than these three categories. And these are great scholars who uh, use just what is here in the Lamrim Chemo as their basis or as their uh, guide. Yeah, I think that's the best way <laughs> Tatanjuguna 
ตาเขบาสุเดบาสาบาอินาเขบาตะเกอเนเชจีตาเนเบเดบาสาบาอินาเดบาเชบะเรอเนจีจีจุงตองสดบาตะเดบาอินาเดบาเชบะมะเดน
Uh, this is uh, the example Rinpoche gave, uh, uh, someone who is a scholar, someone who is knowledgeable, is able to apply uh, or such things as the four opponent powers. Uh, so the next category, uh, Jayan Sheba says, after the uh, um, uh, light or heavy uh, in terms of whether one is a scholar or not, the next category is the ethics, uh, um, one who relies on vows and one who doesn't rely on vows. So those who have existent vows and those who do not have existent vows. So here uh, we're speaking of the uh, individual liberation vows. Uh, and then the third category uh, deals with the, uh, um, for instance, the uh, loss of vows. So Rinpoche said um, uh, if uh, someone has uh, um, uh, um, lost his or her vows, so Rinpoche used the example of a disrobed uh, monk, a drapalo, so which is a, a disrobed monk, disrobed uh, monastic. Uh, and then the fourth category are the greatest uh, um, uh, support, so the greatest strengths and su supports in terms of strength, uh, and then we would find the ten non-virtues presented, uh, and then the um, um, abandoning, the negativity of abandoning the Dharma uh, being the greatest level of, of misdeeds, so the ten p negativities or the ten past principle negative actions, or the ten non-virtues, and then also the presentation of the abandonment of the Dharma. Uh, so these are the first, these are the four categories that we'll go over. Uh, and I might change some of the wording, but that's the, the meaning behind each of the four. Samba. Oh, oh, oh. So the example is, for instance, if someone uh, uh, engages in non-virtue that has a fully ordained vow or a novice vow or a householder vow, uh, what the strength is in, in, in terms, so the supporting vow, so what the strength of that then becomes. So these are examples of what we're going to get into. Okay. This is what we'll get to. Tanju <laughs> Tinto <laughs> Debaye, 
so this first category deals with those who are scholars or who are not scholars. So the word knowledgeable or not knowledgeable is being used here. So an example will be given of a small lump of iron. Uh, versus a big one. Uh, so here it says, although even a small lump of iron sinks to the bottom of a body of water, the same substance made into a vessel, uh, even a large one, floats on top. Likewise, the Buddha said, sins committed by those who are not knowledgeable and those who are knowledgeable are heavy uh, and light as well. So here, this small lump of iron that sinks to the body, uh, the bottom of the body of water is uh, comparing, compared to the n- uh, not knowledgeable person, the person who's not a scholar. Uh, and then this large uh, um, amount of iron that floats to the top, if it's made into a boat, for instance, uh, is compared to those who are skilled, those who are scholastic. And Rinpoche said, use the example also of a piece of, uh, a heavy piece of wood that sinks to the bottom, but if it's large, it also floats on top. Uh, it'll float on top. Uh, so the Rinpoche just gave that as an alternative example to the iron, uh, and is saying that that which floats to the top is the scholar, uh, and that which sinks to the bottom is the, the not scholar. And then as before, as a note, uh, Rinpoche was saying that the scholar knows what to apply uh, as an opponent. ตั้งอาสุนทัตตุสุยวะยินะทัตตุสุยวะยินะบากตะสานะคุตลญานะพาตะตุสุตินทะบุเรสตะวะตะตะมุเจกะติวะตะวะตะดรัมบุตลญาน
Just so here we have a quote from the. So why? Uh, where do we find uh, the source for this information uh, about uh, um, the knowledgeable and not knowledgeable, and and how? Uh, the knowledgeables are able to make it light and the not knowledgeable make it heavy. Where do we find this information? So we find uh, the great final Nirvana Sutra, which is in the Kangjur, uh, states the reason for this. Uh, so it says, just as a fly that is stuck uh, to nasal mucus cannot extricate itself, so the ignorant cannot extricate themselves from even a small shortcomings. Uh, so uh, it, for instance, if we uh, um, were to have mucus come out of our nose uh, and then it lands somewhere and there's a pile or a puddle of mucus and then a, a fly or a small bug flies in it, it gets stuck in it and can't get itself uh, out of it. Uh, likewise, somebody with uh, small knowledge can't get themselves out of these shortcomings and then the reason for it is the lack of regret and so forth that we're going to get into. It says further, they cannot do virtuous actions because they are without regret. Even though they have uh, previous virtuous actions, they defile them with sins because they hide their faults. The causes of experiencing a fruition of non-virtue in the present lifetime uh, are therefore transformed into causes of great suffering uh, um, and uh, become causes for experiencing a severe hell. So it's speaking of uh, uh, this life, uh, the fruition in this life, and then the future life's uh, fruition uh, of a being uh, who, um, for instance, is like the person who is not knowledgeable and can't... Uh, uh, it, no, it's uh, compared to uh, the, the fly or the bug that is, can't help him or herself out of the mucus. Uh, the one who is not knowledgeable uh, um, can't help him or her herself uh, out of the small shortcomings because there is no regret. There is no uh, regret, uh, and uh, the actions that are previously committed that are virtuous are covered up or are contaminated by all the non-virtues that they uh, uh, engage in, uh, and then uh, they hide their faults. Uh, so uh, here, uh, this is showing uh, how a not knowledgeable person would uh, conduct him or herself by, by um, uh, defiling uh, even the virtues they have with sins, hiding their faults, uh, and not having regret. So again, there'll be an example. <laughs> Don't 
so then there'll be an example. This is similar to the way in which a, a, a handful of salt is put in a little water, uh, the water becomes hard to drink. Uh, or the way in which a person who borrows a gold coin from another person uh, but cannot repay it back falls deeply into debt uh, and suffers. Okay, so out of attachment doesn't repay it and falls into debt. So there's a grasping or attachment that makes this person not repay the gold coins. Uh, so Rimache used the word miserliness, and then reading into this, it doesn't seem to portray that. So then I asked Rimache to explain it a little further. Uh, and he said that the feeling of this in the Tibetan is truly uh, that uh, um, you're out of attachment, not giving it back. Yaw Jesus Chase 
Therefore, uh, okay, so furthermore, uh, in five ways, even light causes of fruition in the present will ripen in, uh, in a hell, being ignorant, having small roots of virtue, having weighty sins, not being regretful uh, and performing a, uh, and performed a purification and not initially uh, cultivating virtue. Uh, so these are the five categories, uh, ignorance, not having, uh, having small roots of uh, virtue, uh, having heavy sins, uh, not being regretful, not having regret for actions that one uh, has done, uh, and then it'll go on to talk about regretting actions done in the past or the future, uh, in the present and so forth. Uh, uh, and not initially cultivating virtues. So it says, therefore, the Buddha said that non-virtues are light for the knowledgeable who regret their former non-virtuous actions, restrain themselves uh, from future non-virtuous actions, do not conceal their sins, and do virtuous actions as remedies for those non-virtuous actions. Uh, um, however, uh, non-virtuous are weighty for those who... Uh, uh, make a pretense of being knowledgeable uh, and uh, do not do these but belittle them and engage uh, um, uh, consciously in non-virtuous actions. So this last part, uh, um, uh, even uh, uh, if someone is knowledgeable but they, they encourage someone say, oh, you can go ahead and engage in killing. It really doesn't matter. Uh, um, uh, whatever you want to do is fine. Uh, so here, uh, this is saying that if the knowledgeable are uh, applying these previously uh, stated things, uh, so regret for former non-virtuous actions, restrain themselves from future non-virtuous actions, not concealing sins uh, in doing virtuous remedies. Uh, so here, this is what, uh, when it's speaking of the knowledgeable, it's the word uh, it's being used is for scholars. So the sco scholars... Uh, um, have to do these things in order to make it light. Uh, they still become weighty uh, if they aren't engaging in these things that they uh, know to do, if you will. So what are they knowledgeable of? They know to do these things. They're scholars because they, they know uh, of these things. But if they're not applying them, not doing them, uh, then it makes it heavy still. ว่าดันตุลเคบะเคบิเดบะเตอะเรเมเกบิเดบะเจวะเรซุนดัวฮานอลุเลอะเนเคบะตะเมเคบะอะเนฮาลเตบะเชเชเบเยบะยินะเม
So we find in the tantric tradition where there's a statement that says those who are not scholars but have great faith in the practices and then engage in the deity yoga practices are closer to Buddhahood, are closer to their actualizing the union than those who are great scholars but have a lot of doubts and a lot of mental activity going on that makes it so they don't have this same amount of faith of conviction. Uh, so the Tantrayana, we find this kind of differing point uh, that someone who's a scholar, if they're distracted by those points uh, um, in the Tantrayana, uh, um, he or she uh, um, um, then it, um, is further away from their goals than someone who uh, has just a great amount of faith uh, and conviction. Um, so the point here isn't that if someone has faith and conviction and is a scholar, uh, the point is that there's a separation here. Uh, someone who has faith and then someone who is a scholar but is distracted by the scholar, not a scholar who has faith. Uh, so I just want to make that clear in the translation that Rinpoche is dividing it into two separate categories. <laughs> so you have a lot of doubts and then, oh, what does this mean and what does that mean? Uh, so this, some, if this trouble can arise for someone who isn't really a great scholar, uh, so someone who uh, has these, tr- these these troubles because they really aren't a great enough scholar, or great enough, if you will. Uh, it's a little loose, but that's the meaning of what Rinpoche is saying. If they're not a great enough scholar, they have these doubts uh, that will distract them. <laughs> But in this part, we find that the scholars' misdeeds are lighter than the non-scholars' misdeeds. So we're following the points that are made here, but we do find this alternative information uh, in uh, the, the Tantrayana as stated before. So the scholars' misdeeds are lighter than the, uh, the non-scholars' uh, or the non-knowledgeables' misdeeds, which are heavier in this context. Kujujijasidan ne Ma 
Sambashan so the heap of jewels sutra so uh, so we get into the ethics section uh, the individual liberation vows section uh, the heap of jewels sutra speaks of a bodhisattva who has renounced the householder's life holding a lamp wick coated with a trifling amount of butter in front of a stupa. The merit accumulated from this is then compared to all the living beings in the universe of three billion world systems uh, having entered the Mahayana, uh, uh, possessing the kingdom of a, uh, a universal monarch, and then each making offerings to a stupa of the Buddha with butter lamps whose vessels were the size of an ocean, and whose wicks were the size of Mount Meru. It states that even this would not match even a hundredth of the former's merit. Uh, this uh, is a case in which the attitude, the spirit of enlightenment, and the recipient, uh, the stupa, are not different. Uh, but there is a pronounced difference uh, in the object um, offered. Um, so here, uh, it's saying that the bodhisattva who has renounced the householder's life uh, uh, and uh, um, uh, is making an uh, um, then the Rimache, the Dondagare, the Yanjur Surinang, the Sheda Selpo Yomare, the Donda Selpo do, Yene, the Shanchu Samba, the Chimba, the Chimba Yomare, Gangasena, the Rabjong, the Yimba, the Dendayan, the Shanchu Samba Rabjong, the Gangasena Kimba Yomare. Then con the marme, the the stupa chupa bo. What? Then the sonam. Sonam ku sonam chigres da. Garshene the chigdu gangshene con chasamba, chan domba yere the the jutsen garre rumche. Ku shanju samba de dro. Ku ten de shanju samba yeza ten jugu na tochi wares. Ah. Ten jugu na tochi wichai wares. Ten jito so sonso osa selo osa. 
So because the Chanchisemba, because the uh, basis is a bodhisattva, the bodhisattva, uh, uh, the basis and the, uh, is, uh, makes this uh, offering so large. So we find what it's compared to. Uh, um, uh, um, I'll read that again. But we find that uh, uh, the reason it's so large is because of the person offering, the basis is a bodhisattva, and is offering it with the attitude uh, of the mind that aspires uh, to enlightenment. Then the Dondagare, the Chupa, the Chorten, Dong Shanchu Jay Sam Chipa, the Dondagare. ちょっとね、で、あ、大家じゃないちゅうのじゃまれ。オッケー。全部ち、ポンポレジョン。トンソンジセジェタンジテジェンラシュデザ。トンソンジセジェタンジテジェンラシュデ。コジュジジェシタ
so they've gone forth. Uh, so Rinpoche is saying, would this mean that there's, uh, is this, re this could be referring uh, to the ordained. So Rinpoche was reading the, in the Tibetan over and over again, and he said, we have to look and see. Um, but it could be speaking of someone who has uh, renounced the householder's life. So uh, it's either speaking of a bodhisattva householder or a bodhisattva who has become ordained. Uh, so we have to, to check and see. Uh, and it's saying if they offer just a small, small lamp, uh, a small amount of, of butter, uh, um, uh, the the konsu chupa, the num, nyun nyun, the... So if they even just offer the amount of oil lit that would fit on the wick, uh, so Rinpoche is saying just the amount, a small amount of oil, if they've offered just this amount of oil that's on the wick, uh, it would be because of the basis, the bodhisattva, and his or her attitude, the spirit of enlightenment, equal to... Uh, and then it says the merit accumulated from this is then compared to all of the living beings in the universe of three billion world systems having entered the Mahayana, so uh, possessing the kingdom of a universal monarch, and then making uh, each, so each of those beings making offerings to a stupa of the Buddha with a butter lamp whose vessels were the size of the ocean, so the, the container that holds the butter is the same size as the ocean and whose wicks are the size of Mount Meru. So uh, it's saying the Bodhisattva offers this very small uh, uh, um, butter lamp with just a little trifling amount of oil on the wick uh, and it's compared to uh, these oceans of uh, uh, oil, uh, uh, oceans of butter offering and wicks the size of mountains uh, because of the basis and because of the attitude. It states that even this would not match uh, even a hundredth of the former's merit, uh, of the Bodhisattva's merit. This uh, is a case in which the attitude, the spirit of enlightenment, and the recipient, the stupa, are not different. Then the, then Rinpoche, the, the, um, in the case with the attitude, then the uh, Sempa, the Shanchu Jesem, mm. then the uh, Yule Chorten, the Njike, the, the Sempa, Shanchu Jesem, Don Chorten, Chipa. Chapa I'm asking about the line that they're not different. The bodhis the mind that aspires to enlightenment and the, the stupa. That's what we're <coughs> 
So we're at five, so we're going to have to move on. So Rinpoche has just reiterated that, uh, um, so reiterated again that the Bodhisattva uh, making this offering, even if it's just a trifling amount, a small amount of oil that's on the wick of a, of a butter lamp, uh, is equal to uh, these huge vessels of butter lamps with wicks the size of Mount Meru uh, being offered because the basis, the Bodhisattva, is the uh, powerful uh, and then the attitude is the mind that aspires to enlightenment. So we'll table that point uh, until next time because it's uh, after 5 o'clock now uh, and we'll, we'll uh, get back to that uh, after. Um, so uh, thank you everyone for coming and uh, we'll do the concluding model offering and uh, dedication prayer. Shada Sabudu Rinpoche Tuchena Masu Shada Pentobudu So we have concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. Uh, the fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure land. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well, with whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times. I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avalokiteshvara, Tenzin Jatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kinsuwanda, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts, with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Rim Shigutsi Shabi Denerlam, Hasu Lam Rim